Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 29, recorded on February 17th, 2021. So we're just going to get right into it. We just came back from an incredible Nintendo Direct that we've been waiting for for nearly two years, maybe a year and a half. The wait was definitely worth it, I'd say. In our Discord, I shared that we both changed our uh, our, uh, Discord. Our statuses, yeah. Yeah. We're really overwhelmed by the end of that Direct. So they started it off with... um, just showing some Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, just casually. I thought it was just going to be nothing. I thought it was going to be like some just... random DLC or Xenoblade 3, something like that. And then, yeah. and then Pyre... DLC for a different game. <laughs> yeah, and Empire just turns around and says yeah. that she's been invited to Smash. She's in Smash. Who who would have known? Who like, would have known? Trailer-wise, kind of lame as like a trailer on its own on the intro bit. But it was funny... Because it didn't feel like Smash Bros. at all, so it was a really big surprise. That was like the second time they did that, too. <laughs> I feel like I forgot like half of the, the trailer because I was just trying to fix stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I missed most of it. <laughs> the TLDR, it was basically just a recap of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 story. And it got to the point where uh, Rex was looking for Pyro. And then Pyro turns around and says that she's in Smash. And boom, we have uh, the Smash reveal. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't much kind for of a, a casual a casual person. I think it was it was honestly kind of like just the trailer itself is a little disappointing since the last character that came out was Sephiroth and he had like the best trailer in Smash Bros. history for a fighter being a DLC fighter. <laughs> so suppose they wanted to copy off of Isabelle's uh, reveal. Yeah, or Smash launched. It kind of looked like a it looked like an Animal Crossing game. But nope, that was Smash. I really hope they're fun to play. Like, so far, most DLC fighters were, like, really fun and hype for, like, five matches, maybe. And you're like, yep, this is definitely my new favorite character to play. And then a month goes by, and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to go back to, like, Pikachu or... Pokemon all the nerfs come in. I personally but... just forget about a character. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Sephiroth is in Smash. I haven't played Sephiroth yet. <laughs> and then with Steve, I told myself, "Yeah, I'm gonna main Steve now. This is the number one character I wanted my entire life." And like, I played for it him for like five rounds, and then I <laughs> didn't touch the game. Pyra and Mithra look pretty cool. That they both lo- have different, I guess, like maybe some elemental powers that they can switch between. Um, yeah. I'm not, I've never played. I don't know the context, but looks like Pyra it's has like fire abilities mixed with um, Pokemon Trainer. It seems. That's oh, true. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, kind of, yeah, it's kind of, kind of, kind of like that. Actually, no, it's, it's like just it. Pokemon Trainer. I don't. I said Ice Climber. Pokemon Trainer, but it's a sword but... fighter. Pokemon Trainer, but it's a sword fighter. Yeah, and people are already upset that it's another anime sword fighter, but uh, but it's Nintendo. Okay, well, but I think this I, one's honestly, I... it's easier to get by. I think it's just kind of upsetting. The last, like the last three characters in a row, have been sword fighters. Steve is a little <laughs> iffy; still technically a sword fighter, but not to the that's same a degree. Lot of, that's a lot of sword fighters. And then you have Sephiroth to Pyra Mithra, which is just that's a lot of swords, and especially yeah, considering and there was also like Byleth, and there was also I'm trying to oh, think of another gosh. one. I don't really think there was another one. The early DLCs did a good job of not having a bunch of sword fighters. And the late ones were like sword, fair, sword, 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 sword. sword. <laughs> it was 
Uh, the next thing they showed throughout the direct was Mario Golf Super Rush, another Mario sports game. You know, same as usual, made by Camelot. Uh, they decided to bring in Mies, and my reaction was, "Oh, this is probably just something that they'll bring instead of Wii Sports Golf." Yeah. I don't know. It's just a sports game. It's just a Mario sports game. As for every Mario sports game, when it's in, when you look at the trailer, you're like, "Huh, maybe this one will be really good." And then you <laughs> play it, and you're like, it wasn't. It was just okay. <laughs> now, with the Miis, it is actually, there is some history with that, because um, I don't remember what game it was. I'm pretty sure it was a, maybe the 64 game, and I think maybe a Game Boy game or something. But uh, okay. one of them had a had characters, like uh, human oh. characters. Yeah, the Game Boy Advance with a full-on RPG. So, so having Mies in the game isn't that far-fetched. Then again, having Mies is kind of a big thing, because we barely got any games that actually featured Mies. Yeah, like, once you saw the trailer, it would give you, like, a ton of hype, because you're like, wait, they're using Mies again? Like, this is, this is, like, a really, uh, it maybe other games will start turning out Mies, then it hit us with Miitopia. Miitopia. I've never played that game before. I haven't either, but I've seen people play it, and I really want to play it. Especially considering how many Miis I for no reason. Kind of gives hope for all these other Mii games to come back. Maybe even uh, Wii games, for that matter. <laughs> I think it would be... I think it's really cool, maybe to like play Metopia as a like a D and D almost, where you make choices, yeah. and each yeah. each person gets to take control of their character. But there's no mm-hmm. online multiplayer. That's what I was really hoping for. Well, we didn't really see that much yet. I mean, they kind of just let the game exists and then showed us the same old stuff. It is weird. It doesn't really seem like they're adding a lot, but it's. Like, it kind of felt like a game that'd be, like, available now, once the Direct ends, or something. But, no, you have to wait a little bit. Shadow Drop game, yeah. I'm kind of making, I'm kind of hoping they make a physical version, but I doubt they're going to make a physical version. And I don't know what the (laughs) price of the game is going to be. Hopefully $40. Yeah, price is a big deal. I don't want to spend a ton of money on Miitopia. But, if it's kind of cheap, I'll probably grab it. Sounds like a good time. Since they include like a lot more content than we saw, I just googled it, and the game is going to be fifty dollars Canadian. Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> that is not um, a reasonable price, in my opinion. Like you said, it should be like that, forty. That's like, that's like thirty-five, yeah. forty Americans. So technically, it's reasonable for them. Reasonable for yeah. them, but for us, it doesn't look nice. Well, it doesn't it's look the nice same price. price. <laughs> it just yeah, the number. Bigger number, number doesn't look nice. Scarier. We know that Pokemon cards have been scarce as of late. Luckily enough, Poke Nerds always has cards in stock. If you're in the market to collect a shiny Charizard, use code SWITCHCLICKS to get 5% off your entire order. What was that Octopath uh, game? What was that? Oh yeah. Project, Project something. Triangle something. Strategy, triangle strategy. That was it. Yeah, right? sure, sure. Okay. It sounds like a mobile, a mobile game, a mobile chess game, like teach you the basics or something. 
but <laughs> in the style that, of Octopath Traveler. Yeah, that hopefully they end up cool. Hopefully um, they end up re- renaming it because Octopath Traveler really worked, really worked, but Triangle Strategy, no, 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 you got to change that. Um, that is, oh, my favorite, was, my favorite RPG is Triangle Strategy. There was another look at the Ghosts and Goblins remake remaster. Kind of cool. Oh, that, yeah. I forgot that was about there. that. Um, well, it was among the one of the Capcom. mana games. I don't remember yeah. which one is getting a full like remake or remaster. Some people are really Legend, hyped Legends. For. Of, I think it's Legends of Mana. Hmm. None of us are really that crazy for it. <laughs> like none of the. Mm-hmm. I, I can see how people would be. Excited for like the Hades physical release and stuff. Oh yeah, Hades but physical release is very collectors. It, it was very like very tiring getting through all of it and then it hit you with heavy hitters at the end, which I didn't really care for, but these two kinda exploded over. Before uh before we talk about that, there was also the Age of Calamity DLC. Uh if oh, I'm being right. honest I don't have much passion for that because they barely showed anything. All they showed was um, a couple of moving images and a list of stuff that they'll add that does not sound entirely interesting. Like, it's if they don't have story, they said they would add a couple of levels. Yeah, but I mean, if it's not anything major story related or whatnot, I have no interest for that. And, and like uh, in comparison to the later announcements, I think this thing, this thing, this thing just pales in comparison. And just in case the Zelda fans out there are uh, were worried, um, yes, Breath of the Wild Two is still happening. That's all the information we got. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well they did say they did say it was going to be more info about their development, quote unquote, was going to be uh, like showcased later this year. E3, I think. I think the description said summer 2021. Yeah. Time around there. And then they and then they revealed that they were having another project that uh that was coming soon. This was uh something everyone was well not everyone actually, but a lot of people were waiting for this. I guess the more dedicated Zelda fans were waiting for this game. Uh it's Skyward Sword HD. An HD remaster Ooh. of the, well, the last remaster of all the classic 3D Zelda games, and uh, the thing about this is, well, you have a bunch of fans waiting for an Ocarina of Time remake. Uh, well, sad to say for you guys that didn't happen. Uh, we're getting Skyward Sword first, like I told you so. <laughs> uh, the, the special <laughs> thing about this. <laughs> The special thing about this remaster is that they actually converted the uh, motion controls into button controls for for those who are playing in handheld mode. So and it looks awesome. Having to, yeah, rather than having to use separate Joy-Cons to swing your sword and such, you would simply use the right stick to aim your sword. And yeah, I could see I could it see awful. it working. I mean, looks awful. People are probably gonna probably gonna complain more than motion controls. But um, yeah, it was definitely not. It was definitely like I guess something I wouldn't expect, but at the same time I would. 
for a remaster though it's i mean there's really not much to say it's it's more so like a port with an upscale resolution um Nothing does skyward sword have a movable camera um or is it uh, no static? no actually uh no actually you just it's, uh simply have to use target you have you simply have to target to move the camera so oh, you know, press okay. set or set, set l but there is I'm like that sure. camera. I, w- I was thinking like if the right stick is to swing your sword how would you move the camera around but i guess if there's a set camera not that big of a deal yeah either that or maybe if there there maybe there is an option to turn off the stick controls i don't know we'll see like i get what they are going for but i can just imagine just uh, just imagine the magic a, a game that isn't skyward sword where the way you control your sword swipes is the right stick and what angles they're going at. If it's I, not like a rhythm I, game, that sounds horrible. <laughs> cough, cough, cadence of Hyrule. Cough, cough. That's literally how you attack. You you have to move into the enemy, but... Well, that's, that's still like moving to rhythm still. Yeah, that's moving to easier. rhythm. But like, I don't know. Moving your Zelda game where you use to attack, use the stick to attack. it sounds horrible, but they, you know, they got to do what they got to do. Luckily, I guess Smash Bros. Smash kind of has that, like Smash attacks using yeah, the Yeah, that's just a fighting game, you know. What, 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 what's new? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will have to say though, uh, many people, um, including, well, I guess, I guess you can include me as well. Uh, they were, we we're kind of just disappointed how. The game, like the remaster, doesn't really look like a remaster per se, but more so like a port, like an upscale port. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you know they they didn't really need to do anything because the art style was good enough, but it definitely could have used a little more because I never liked some aspects of the of the art style. Remember, Anyways, they, enough of that. They still have until July to fix some stuff up, so. Could polish it, yeah, but you know, oh, we'll see. Speaking of July, well, it's actually June. Actually, E three's in June. <laughs> um, it didn't show any other Zelda anniversary stuff in this direct, which is kind of surprising. It gives me the hint that they're gonna do it at E three instead. The whole uh, whole hint that they're gonna showcase Breath of the Wild two info. I don't know, because E3 just announced that they're going digital this year, and they're not having an at, uh, at, they're not having a presence. Um, that yeah, makes sense. Um, how would they? How like, Nintendo can't build a booth for the 35th anniversary. Um, my theory right now is they're just finishing up Mario's 35th anniversary. That ends on March 31st, which is at the end of Nintendo's quarter. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking in March. Uh, we could have an announcement for, about the Zelda 35th. Um, yeah, maybe. May, maybe just like small games, and then Skyward Sword would be the big game, and then uh, Ooh, press small the wild games information sounds... would be um, at the end, and then I'm thinking they could do some remakes for the holiday season. Remakes, though, that's the thing. <laughs> it's only There's only one that comes to mind. Honestly, if they just remake Ocarina of Time, that will, they will never. Everybody. They will never do that. 
because it costs them a lot more money than they than they w- would want to. But imagine or, the money they nope, get nope, back. No, nope, nope. They won't make they won't make as much money as if they were just to simply port it over. I can guarantee you what that. What if they remake the little-known um, Wii U Zelda game, um, Breath of the Wild? That sounds... <laughs> that would be pretty cool for the Switch. <laughs> okay, but in all fairness, I guess we'll have to see what happens. There's, you know, every everyone wants their Zelda, a certain Zelda game to come to the anniversary. And, it's, you know, it's a little problematic because they can't just bring in all of them. At once, <gasps> remake Zelda two. Let's go. You know that's probably <laughs> less likely to happen. I'd actually be down. I'd be down, down for, for like um a Final Fantasy seven remake, kind of almost like where it completely shifts everything about the game for like Zelda two <laughs> or something. Where I can see that happening, like, but like there's always the whole thing where people just hated think... that game. I don't think anyone will be like, yes, Zelda 2 Adventure of Link. Finally. A Zelda the RPG. I've been waiting for. <laughs> we shall now, the see. The last thing that they announced was my. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was so hyped. <laughs> this, this once, I, what... once I upload that reaction <laughs> video, you'll see how hyped I am. <laughs> this was the craziest part. This, uh, this reveal was right at the end. You know, you know, the. But wait, there's more kind of reveal or you know, the final reveal of the direct. And it turns out to be a game that I don't think any of us expected to come this soon. It was Splatoon 3. Now you say this soon, but it's been five years. And the time between Splatoon 1 and Splatoon 2 were two years. Yeah. So. I mean, okay. They, I, I but mean, they only I... recently only recently stopped doing special events. Well, actually, two-ish years ago, they, they stopped. Yeah, it was two years after release that they stopped support for Splatoon 2. But then they said, oh no, we're going to come back with the Mario anniversary. Uh, and then uh, I I didn't expect them to do uh, it this soon, though, for a game. Once it comes like, out, it, it will probably be a good game for me, specifically, because I liked Splatoon 1 when I played it, but I got it pretty late. Uh, and then I got a, the Switch when I um, actually got the Switch. It was too late in Splatoon 2's life, where it was already kind of dying, but not completely dead. So um, I didn't really get to play that one. So this one could be my revival. And I actually have friends now that would actually play the game with me. So Okay, okay. <laughs> assuming assuming I, could, I could get a hold of a... NSO member subscription, yeah. then I'm definitely guaranteed to go play that. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> things are looking interesting. Well, you have a year to do it, so yeah, <laughs> it's probably another summer game, so you probably have roughly a year to get it. The only hope I have for the game is that they just almost Bigger. just add so much more and give so much more support for the game, other than Splatfest. Maybe even give and, more freedom to the game because I feel like the second game kind of felt really restricted on players. It was almost a, a Splatoon 1.5. Everybody. I'm, I'm, sure. Sure. I'm trying to. 
was a fine-tuned Splatoon 1. Nothing really different other than, you know, no gamepad. I like the idea of the quote-unquote zombies game mode, and then the expanded single player with the Octo expansion. Um, yeah. I, I technically yeah. still haven't beat it yet, but I, I played it. <laughs> I couldn't beat that final boss. That's like stupid hard. Ah, yeah, that stupid boss. The one I have for my profile picture. Yeah. The, that's a final uh, boss? I yeah. thought there was a uh, character it's, it's in like, the game. It is. Uh, the character from the, the first game. Boss. Yeah. The character from the first Splatoon game. I really wanted the them boss. to show just a little bit more um, like teasing, but it looks like we could have customizable like loading animations. When you came in, yeah. when you come into the game, I guess your team chooses where you're gonna land. Where are we dropping boys? And <laughs> and when you load in, when you see both teams, it looks like each character had their own kind of animation style. So either yeah. it's gender specific, which kind of would be kind of lame, or we can maybe purchase yeah, them from the like shop. A... Oh gosh, get out of here! <laughs> Not with microtransactions, like with whatever coins they use in the game. Okay, like, yeah, special emotes that you can unlock and purchase with the in-game currency. Just I would appreciate the game. I would appreciate it a lot more than I already do. Because Splatoon 2 kind of felt empty. Even, even think, during its life, it felt empty. I think Splatoon 3 would benefit from adding, like, a bunch of game modes. Like, kind of a zombies game mode where they're, like, I don't know, Octolings or something. Um... Even like kind of zombies. Even like a battle royale, not not actually battle royale, but like a like an elimination. It pretty much a battle royale, but not like a hundred people. Like the typical, I don't know. It's like yeah or whatever, but it's like a one v one v one v one. I'm not gonna free for all. Get repetitive. Yeah, free for all. Like I don't know, just spice it up a little bit because even the limited things I've seen in Splatoon two, it kind of felt like oh. It's Splatoon one, but different. Like they, it's the base. It's the same formula with um, yeah. new levels and a new coat of paint. You know what I want to see? <laughs> Local multiplayer, please. Like Not what's happening. so what's what's so difficult? No, how about this? How about training mode where you play in a regular multiplayer match, but you go against bots? What's so bad about that? Like, why can't you do that when you could do it in a game like Call of Duty or something where you pops into a multiplayer? Because Nintendo is not there. Call of Duty. <laughs> but the thing is, they did that with the story mode, though. They had, you know, the same multiplayer modes in the story mode. And they had a perfectly working AI to do that. I don't know what's so bad about doing it in a regular multiplayer so you can practice. I'm kind of hoping they add in, like, some kind of custom games thing. Where you can easily connect with your friends and then Please. you can play together, and you can like mess with settings. Yeah, but it's really also Nintendo. So, how well is the <laughs> online experience really going to be? Well, hey, they well, are updating their servers. That won't change much. When you think about it. It's all the network. But like, not even the service issue. itself. I'm just like the presentation, like the online. Minus Nintendo Online not being the best, just the presentation in like Smash Bros. and actually oh, Smash Bros. Mean... the present the main problem with Smash Bros. is actually the internet. But like they really 
they really just messed it up in um with Pokemon and really, stuff. They kind of yeah. ruined online like with friends. Um, like I don't know, just it. It always it just all the online stuff feels like secondary and just kind of worse. Just not as polished as the rest of the game. So it's ironic to Splatoon. <laughs> with Splatoon two, Splatoon two's issue was that most of the game was online. So if you happen to own the game, like if you happen to pay eighty bucks for that game, and then you didn't get NSO. You're stuck with like maybe twenty five percent of its content and nothing else to do yeah. because I- the game forces you to pay extra. I hope that Splatoon three doesn't follow that same path because you know, like it probably I need a reason won't. to actually play Cause, it. Because Splatoon two came out before NSO, so yeah. they could have just they did so making it purely an they online planning- experience. There, there wasn't like there they weren't alienating a group of people until uh, NSO came out. But now that NSO yeah. exists, it will be a lot harder to get away with. Eighty-five percent of our game is mm. uh, online only. Yeah, you gotta gotta spend a hundred bucks Canadian to uh, to actually play. Basically, it. play the game. <laughs> it's an expensive game. I'm also another thing I'm hoping for is. An actual in-depth story mode. Okay, like I guess, I guess you know, it's not the type of game that you expect a story. Yeah, in, but seeing the they beginning seem of the like trailer, they to, seem like yeah. they want to add story into it. It's, it's almost like the beginning they, of the game. Really I thought it was a, a like a spin-off. Uh, I thought it was like a Breath of the Wild type Splatoon single-player world spin-off. Splatoon game. I would and definitely I, like, want to play that. A <laughs> single-player, like, first-person shooter style, or maybe a third-person shooter Breath of the Wild style type thing. Like, that sounds That's, like it would be a lot of fun, but like Splatoon 3 Splatoon is also cool. It's, like, just imagine how crazy a story mode could potentially be. Considering the foreshadowing from Splatoon 2 already. I, I do they, find it funny. If they go down that route, I do find it funny how a game having an open world has kind of devolved now into a Breath of the Wild type game. (laughs) That's uh, yeah, that's a fair point. I guess it's like how jazz music is now music that has Persona Five vibes. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, pretty much. I guess you can say that. (laughs) I kind of had an I kind of had an idea. Like we. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, you probably do. The Mario Kart developers are the people who, the division that develop uh, Splatoon. So they must be working on Splatoon 3, obviously. So does yeah. that mean that we're probably not going to get a Mario Kart 9 pretty soon? They probably all spent all this time making a Splatoon 3. I'm kind of hyped for a, Spl- uh, a, a Mario Kart 9 I, if I, that ever happens. I honestly I think I would have been more excited for Mario Kart 9 than Splatoon 3, but that's also just because I don't care a ton about Splatoon. I'm the opposite. I don't know what's there to really introduce with Mario Kart. Because, I mean, anything, Mario, Kart 8, Mario, Kart. Mario Kart 8 already felt like a really, a really polished game to me, personally. Compared to, like, whereas Splatoon, it's a fairly new IP. They have lots of room yeah. to improve on there. Whereas Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with... kind of feels definitive. 
in a yeah, way. Yeah, with Mario Kart, I think the way to evolve it would be to go like the the route of Double Dash or something and make it more yeah. of a of like a gimmick per game or maybe kind of turn it just into a it's no longer Mario Kart. This is like Nintendo Kart and almost Smash Bros style, but I don't think I'd want that that badly. I, I think, think they like could do sticking with like a Smash Brothers Ultimate style where they bring everything in. They could maybe <laughs> yeah. every single map, bring back Double Dash, make it called like Double Dash mode or whatever. Uh, oh, bring back yeah. all Some the sort of battle modes, all the characters. Like, like instead of having an ultimate I think game. I think the eight is kind of stupid, if I'm being honest, in Mario Kart eight. Like they should have just brought back yeah, super uh, all the eight specific yeah. super moves. From Double oh, Dash. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Like they, they bring those back. They bring like I don't know. They they can do enough with Mario Kart to where I think Mario Kart nine or they could stick with it and make it like a Mario like make Mario Kart nine a thing and then have Mario Kart ten be now this is the ultimate Mario Kart and like it's they're not really making anymore after this or something. Like this is now the Mario Kart or something. I don't know. But I don't think they're going to stop making Mario Kart because it's kind of a oh, money it's, maker. It's, that's their primary money maker. It sells the most, of course. Just, I would rather like see them explore Splatoon more because, you know, like I said before, it's a fairly new IP. Like, what, six? It's barely even six years old, so. There's a lot of potential. Mario Kart, I can definitely play anytime. Like, it's something, you know. I just own. You can go back to it. Yeah, it's kind of there. And I'm not expecting much from it, to be honest. It's just, it's just, you know, Nintendo's money maker. Yeah, but it's not like Mario Kart has been bad quality games. Like, I think every Mario Kart is good, like really good oh, yeah, and really yeah. polished. Both, uh, both it doesn't feel like a, oh, losing money. Let's just pump a Mario Kart out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like a Smash Bros. to a lesser degree. Where it's like, um, this will make a lot of money, but at the same time, we're not going to just, like, not care. Yeah, it's not like, it's just... not like, uh, Game Freak. <laughs> I don't want to say bad things about, against Game Freak, but, you know, it's Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's the, probably the biggest positive with Nintendo, minus Pokemon, I guess, that all their games, even if they just kind of... Um, didn't really care about it. They they would make money if they just churned out games, uh, knowing that they'd make money, kind of like Game Freak. Um, Some sort they, of they don't do control. that. They they kind of like every main IP Nintendo game is quite quality. I I, I think yeah. I can't really think <laughs> of a Nintendo game like a Nintendo game that was like like a main Nintendo game. Uh, other than um, some Pokemon games, where I was like, "Wow, that really wasn't good." But even then, so Pokemon yeah, I, games—I I don't think they're really not think good. A, they're just worse. I can't think of a big Nintendo game that's actually bad. Like I can think of ones I don't like. I, I don't like some of the Pokemon games. I don't love some of them. Are all like Mario you know, Sunshine? Contracted developers. But anyways, yeah, that's it's just crazy. But Splatoon. Yeah. And they'll probably continue that trend with Splatoon, where even if it isn't, like, super crazy, it will be, like, a really well-made game, no matter what. 
So mm-hmm. it will be exciting to see what they do with it. I just hope it doesn't end up being another Pikmin. It just kind of died off randomly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pikmin, it, Pikmin was kind of just there. Like, you have, like, the four ga- games, and then you know, no news on the next one for who knows how long. And then, boom, a deluxe version of the third game. Like, yeah. I <laughs> hope it's it still coming. Miyamoto said, like, five or six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope Splatoon doesn't end up like that. I, I see a lot of zero um, dead at the bottom of the ocean right now. <laughs> uh, rip F zero. The popularity in Japan for Splatoon is just insane, so I doubt it'll die fast. Thank gosh for that. <laughs> yeah, J- the Japanese are carrying us. <laughs> definitely take it as a shooter game that I'd stick to. A multiplayer shooter game I'd stick to. Thank you for joining us in discussing the latest Nintendo Direct. We would love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our Discord for insight on future episodes, and see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.